Section 80 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Alexander Pope, 1688-1744. From The Guardian, 1713. Dick Distich, we have elected president not only as he is the shortest of us all, but because he has entertained so just a sense of his stature as to go generally in black, that he may appear yet less. Nay, to that perfection has he arrived, that he stoops as he walks. The figure of the man is odd enough. He is a lively little creature, with long arms and legs. A spider is no ill emblem of him. He has been taken at a distance for a small windmill. 1713. From Johnson's Life of Pope. The person of Pope is well known not to have been formed on the nicest model. He has, in his account of the little club, compared himself to a spider, and by another is described as protuberant behind and before. He is said to have been beautiful in his infancy, but he was of a constitution originally feeble and weak, and, as bodies of a tender frame are easily distorted, his deformity was, probably, in part the effect of his application. His stature was so low that to bring him on a level with common tables it was necessary to raise his seat. But his face was not displeasing, and his eyes were animated and vivid. His dress of ceremony was black, with a tie wig and a little sword. He sometimes condescended to be jocular with servants or inferiors, but by no merriment, either of others or of his own, was he ever seen excited to laughter. From Tyre's Historical Rhapsody on Mr. Pope. Pope, as Lord Clarendon says of the ever-memorable Hales of Eton, was one of the least men in the kingdom, who adds of Chillingsworth, that he was of a stature little superior to him, and that it was an age in which there were many great and wonderful men of that size. He inherited his deformity from his father, who turns out at last, from the information of Mrs. Rackett, his relation, to have been a linen draper in the strand. My friend, the shape which you and I will admire came not from Ammon's son, but from my sire, as he expresses himself in his first epistle to Arbuthnot. He was protuberant behind and before, in the words of his last biographer. But he carried a mind in his face, as a reverent person once expressed himself of a singular countenance. He had a brilliant eye, he had a brilliant eye, which pervaded everything at a glance. End of section 80